Bobby Bones post-show pre-show. A therapist has been told, if you don't stop falling asleep during your sessions, you're going to lose your license. Hmm. He's been warned by the College of Physicians to stop falling asleep during sessions with patients. Man, if my therapist wanted to sleep, I would be like, I suck. Like, my most scandalous, dramatic, salacious part of my life, and you're going to sleep? What do y'all talk about? <laughs> Things that nobody else gets to okay, hear. Okay, I guess that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. And thoughts, like my most dramatic thoughts. Mm-hmm. Like, this could happen. I sent one of my friends to my therapist just because I think she's perfect for him. Mm-hmm. And I would never do that normally. If someone's like, hey, you have a therapist recommend? Never, yeah. Never. But I know. I'm sharing one with a friend, too. And the, th- and the therapist knows that we're friends. Yeah. There's kind of a weird therapy triangle. I know. What I think that gets tricky about my friend that now sees my therapist is what if my friend ever has an issue with me and tries to talk about me nice. to the therapist, and then the therapist knows me and how I'll, you know, like yeah. it just gets tricky. So I don't know if you worry about that with your friend, but yours is a couples therapist. So. Yeah. You know, I don't worry about that. Yeah. Um, I read this thing about Alex Trebek. He's got a new autobiography coming out. That he, because he wasn't the original host of Jeopardy. His other dude was for a little oh, bit. Oh, I didn't know that. But Alex Trebek is the one who changed it to where you can't ring in until the question's over. Because people would be like, so what's up? Boom. They would ring in. And it would ruin the experience for people at home watching. Because they couldn't hear the whole question. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you can't buzz in until I finish the question. It's still a race. But now, you know, on this show, I've had to do that a bit with music games. where We used to go and just buzz in with answers. But now there are times where it's like, you can't even buzz in until, let's, let's listen to the clip so our listeners can also play along. Didn't we just play Name That Tune like every day? Yes. Yeah, it was awesome. We'd just be like, ah, show sucks today. Let's just play Name That Tune. <laughs> we play for like an hour. Yeah, th- but those were the days when we were on in Austin. We didn't play any music. Maybe one song an hour if I had to pee. I'd team that up with a commercial break just so I could, and I didn't have to pee that often. But there were days where we'd play two songs the whole show. Mm-hmm. And we would just turn on the mic and just roll. And our ratings were never, but uh, that was the best they've ever been because our audience knew us. Now we're on so many places. We go on and occasionally we get taken off and, it's like we're always introducing ourselves to new folks that nobody wants to hear a brand new talk show they've never heard before. Even if it's the greatest show ever. I mean, the first time you hear a show, you're like, who are these weird voices? I don't know anything about their personalities. I don't know that Bobby is uh, neurotic like crazy or Amy's adopted a couple kids and is a new mom. Or, you know, they don't know this stuff. It takes a bit, so they don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why we don't now. I would like that if we just came on and talked. I wouldn't want to do five hours, though. I don't want to do like three and just talk. Yeah. Three of nonstop talk would be perfect. Do you see that ever happening? I mean, I get you just laid In out why it wouldn't world, happen. but no. Okay. I could see where if we kind of shifted what we do a bit... But in this world we're currently in right now, not Corona world, but I mean how we do the morning show and how we make our revenue, no. But it could happen in other ways, other other capacities. Mm-hmm. More on that after the break. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, all right, we're that's a very, very quick post show today because we ran through most of our stuff today. So uh, enjoy this show. Check it out. Um, you have a new podcast up today. Yes, I do. And my sister is on with me for all four things. You know, I did the Outweigh series back in April about disordered eating. And it's just something I'm now way more comfortable talking about. But my sister came on and shared her 
experience with my eating disorder, like how my eating patterns affected her our whole our whole adult life and even some when we were kids. So I just thought it was an interesting perspective. So people can know they're not alone if they live with someone that has some disordered eating or if you're in the throes of it, just know that it doesn't just affect you. It affects the people around you that you're close to. Because she was real honest about stuff I've never heard before. <laughs> and I was like, okay, sorry I made you feel that way. Check out Four Things with Amy Brown. It's her podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, that's it. Enjoy the show. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Hey guys, welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. You know, it really does help us if you go over to our podcast and give us five stars. We have a pretty good rating over there. But some people actually give us one-star reviews, which isn't fun, but I do look at the comments about once a year. I've pulled a few of them. Are you ready? Ready. These are some of the comments when people leave a one-star review. Comment number one. I kept hitting the skip button, and it skips 30 seconds. I wanted to get to the good part of the podcast, but I was disappointed when it never got any better. Oh, yeah. I hate when that happens. <laughs> uh, number two, your show is so awful that I actually feel bad for you guys. You have to do this every day. Mm. Number three, my friend recommended this podcast to me. I'm now reconsidering our friendship. Wow. <laughs> number four, so you get up early. Congratulations. Your sleep patterns are detrimental to your health. And then finally, number five, I would like more interviews with the artists and a whole lot less of Amy's family and what Bobby is doing. Also, when will Amy stop trying to look like Marin Morris? Oh, okay. I, I'm not trying. We just sometimes God made look you alike. that way. Yeah. Yeah. So those are our one-star <laughs> review comments. Interesting. We really could use some five-star, though, if you don't mind. Go give us five-star, write a nice comment. Let's mm-hmm. make all these go away. Let's wash all these away. So I wanted to start the show off with a bang. Yeah. Put us little, all in good headspace there. A little positivity. I was looking at the email because they do these Nashville all-staff emails. And the email was sent out today regarding someone's dog mess. Did you see the picture? (laughs) No. Quote, it's a picture of dog poop on the ground. What? If you've had your dog upstairs since Monday afternoon, this could be yours. Please come clean it up. And please be a responsible pet owner and keep your dog with you at all times while in the building. Please clean up after it. And it's a picture of dog poop. Oh, my gosh. First of all, don't do that. Don't let your dog out of your sight while at work. Hey, and be grateful they let you bring your dog to work. That's amazing. Yeah. But, like, don't ruin it for everybody else. But And that's what ruins it for everybody else. Yeah. Is poop. Just left there mm-hmm. for Her- who knows how long. When Herbie used to work on this show, he pooped in the floor. He didn't work here anymore. Oh, yeah. Herbie's well, the example we use. Mm-hmm. He only did it one time. He never got brought back. Uh, today's Major League Baseball opening day, too, which is exciting. Saw that. Do you care? I do. Yes. I like anything that is gives... Normalcy. Nice. Yeah. Bank of America is the official bank of Major League Baseball. It's making the return of baseball with the launch of Let's Rally. It's an exciting program that brings fans together to celebrate the comeback of baseball and the nation, all while supporting a good cause, which is Boys and Girls Clubs of America. This season, when an MLB team rallies from behind by two runs or more in the seventh inning or later to win, Bank of America will donate $10,000, up to $1 million, to the Boys and Girls Clubs of America. Learn more, mlb.com slash Bank of America Let's Rally. So check that out, mlb.com slash Bank of America Let's Rally. All right, feel pretty good? Great. Yeah, got a good show today. I got a voicemail, and I haven't listened to it yet, where someone, this is how it starts. I want to come clean and apologize to you. 
I was paid. What? I'm going to leave it there. I haven't heard it yet. Raymundo, have you heard it or you just put it in? No, but that uh, title is awesome sounding. Yeah. <laughs> so it's nobody we know? It's a listener? I don't know. All I know is Scuba Steve said, hey, man, you may want to listen to this one. So I haven't heard it. I want to hear it on the air. We'll do that a little later. It starts Caitlin. off. I want to. No. I, is it a, <laughs> I was it's a dude, right? <laughs> the guy, yeah. Yeah. Dude. I want to come clean and apologize to you. I was paid blank, 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 blank. All right. We'll get to that in a second. Tomorrow, Maddie and Tay are coming in. They have this song, Die from a Broken Heart, which is my favorite song on the radio right now. It's also super sad. So they'll be performing live on the show tomorrow. I have listed here, I, did, I try to do top three of the saddest songs and my saddest songs, but I have four. Uh, number four is Keith Whitley, Don't Close Your Eyes. Close your eyes. You know this about? Yeah. Well, I mean, we've described it before on the show, but it's like if he wants her to be with him at the moment and he feels like if she closes her eyes while she's with him, her brain or her mind will take her to another man. Yeah. So he's like, just don't close your eyes. Look at me in this moment. Right. Because every time she dies, she thinks of somebody else. Mm-hmm. Oh, this poor guy. Guess that. Number four. Number three is George Jones. He stopped loving her today. He stopped loving her today. You know what this song's about? Yeah, he stopped loving because he died. Nice. That's the only way he was ever going to stop loving her. Yeah. Is when he died. How sad is that? Sad and like in a lovely way. Yeah. Like in a way where you go, oh. Mm. Uh, Coldplay Fix You is a number two on my list. Oh, this one's so sad. What do you hear? I know what it's about. Go ahead. So Chris Martin wrote it for Gwyneth Paltrow after she lost her dad. And she was grieving and he wanted to be able to fix her. Like it still sucks it out of me. Mm-hmm. Isn't that so sad? Yeah. But again, yeah. in like such a lovely way. Oh, yeah. I mean, when I hear that song, I'm like, oh, why did they consciously uncouple? <laughs> oh, man. Sounds like they... I'm going to get all teary-eyed right now doing this bit. Right. Uh, Brooks and Dunn, Cowgirls Don't Cry with Reba. Cowgirls Don't Cry. This is, this is my list, but I'm seeing if you know them all. Right, I do. This song is takes you on a journey from... Cowgirls don't cry when they're little to also cowgirls don't cry when their grandpa dies. Is it the grandpa? So, so what happens is she's a young girl when it starts and he and her dad's like, hey, her dad. you okay. fell off the horse. Cowgirls don't cry. Hey, cowgirl. But then right before he's about to die, he goes, don't cry when I die. It's mm-hmm. her dad. Cowgirls okay. don't cry. That's and that's when Reba comes in and goes, cowgirls don't cry. Oh, come on. Yeah, Gives me goosebumps. All those do. Mm-hmm. My honorable mention, because the song is so new, is Brett Eldridge's Sunday Drive. Have you listened to this all the way through? Not all the way. Here's what I'm. Here's the challenge I'll give you. Listen to the whole song all the way through. Check back in tomorrow. Okay. Okay? Am I going to be dragging and crying? Well, don't drive. You can sit and cry. <laughs> you may not cry, but this is the song that Brett said he was recording it, and it's the only song he's ever cried in the middle of singing. And it's the only one in his new album that he didn't write because he found it when he was an intern and was like, please nobody ever record this song. Right. 
Yeah, I knew it was the song that impacted him heavily, but I just had, and I've heard parts of it, but not the whole thing. So now the you challenge make me before cry. tomorrow's show is you just sit down and listen to the words of the song, and maybe it won't. I'm pretty sure it probably will. And, and to our listeners, our, our friends who let us be in their lives, take a second today. It's a challenge I give to you guys too. Listen to this song front to back and tell me if you feel any sort of emotion. If it does give you emotion, hit me up. Our request line, our, our voicemail line is 877-77-BOBBY. I'm not even going to tell you what it's about. 877-77-BOBBY. But tomorrow, Maddie and Tay's in. Yay. Yay. A segment kind of like... But a lot of this sadness is beautiful sadness. Yeah, I mean, those are amazing songs. Keith Whitney's song, that sucks for that dude. But the rest of them, you know. How you liking the new house? Oh, we love it. It's amazing. And I think our neighborhood is great, although we haven't met too many of our neighbors. We met one last night, and he said that we are going to enjoy being his neighbor and that (sighs) he and his wife, they're super laid back and cool. Great neighbors. Well, he volunteered all that up front. Love the confidence. Wow, this is exciting. <laughs> so wait, did you just see him outside and you Yeah. Is yeah. Just but well, my husband had his old truck, like he has that old Land Rover, and he was just taking it for a spin, and I think that got conversation going because he was like, Oh, hey, I like the truck. Otherwise, hadn't really talked to us yet. <laughs> but then he said to us, You're gonna love being our neighbor. I admire the confidence. Me too. I was like, amazing. Cause I, what do they do that makes them so cool to be neighbors with. He just, the only uh, words used to describe them so far are laid back and cool. So I guess we'll find out. Your neighbors, because you, you live in a really cool spot, but you guys are, there's a few houses that are packed pretty tight there. Yeah. It's, we don't even know really what to call it. Kind of like a cul-de-sac, but not. I haven't been over to your house yet. You have, oh, you, you have before. I l- I was there it. before you owned it. I didn't know you wasn't yours yet. <laughs> I was on the property walking around. Yeah. Oh, well then you need to come over. Yeah. Are you and Kaylin going out sometime soon? Yeah. Is that tonight? Yeah, I guess. Is it tonight? I don't know, because she's moved the date a few times. Yeah, it's tonight, I think. She was like, we're going to look hot and get spicy. <laughs> <laughs> why did she say that? I don't know. That's why she, <laughs> oh, I, shoot. Do I have to get dressed up? Uh, uh, that's gr- the girls' goal, night out. That's the goal, spicy? I don't know. I love girls' night out in sweatpants. I, yeah, I like boys everything in sweatpants. <sighs> Great. Now when I get ready later, I got to think spicy. But the house is good? Yeah, we love it. Are you, you fully moved in? need to come over. Yeah, totally moved in. Um, Lunchbox found that Neil Armstrong's house was up for sale, right? Yeah, the first man on the moon. You know, the, he lived in the house when he was on the Apollo mission and the Gemini mission. And so I was like, dang, if that's for sale, I got to buy it. Uh, $375,000? Is that what the offer is? Yeah, that's what they have it listed as. And they it's all, it's like a 2,500-square-foot house. And I guess it's a little more expensive because it's Neil Armstrong. It's a piece of history, and so I called him up with a bunch of space puns. Where uh, is it? It's outside of Houston. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. Hi, this is from the How can I help you? Yeah, I'm calling about the house on Woodland Drive. This is Jason Gibble, businessman making business deals, trying to get that money. How are you doing today? They're perfect. Thank you for asking. Um, this house is already under contract, so yeah. I'm sorry. Oh, well, under contract, but it says that it was Neil Armstrong's house, and I am ready. I mean, it, it's in near Houston, so Houston, we have a problem. What if I have an offer that's going to blow it out of this universe, the other offer? Um, do you have an agent? Or we can, because at this point, looks like... Um, yeah, like I'm looking at the swimming pool, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, my kids could run rings around that pool like Saturn. I see. <laughs> All right. 
Let's keep going. My offer is so good. You know, it's like Mars. They'll be able to eat so many candy bars. I understand. They send it over to us here on listings. Listen, they would they would have to go to Jupiter to get more stupider to not take my offer. Mm-hmm. Like more money. I, like, I will offer you guys like double what they offer, and you can tell them to take that offer, their offer, and shove it up Uranus. <laughs> oh, you like that one? <laughs> so, how many planets did you mention? You mentioned. I mentioned Mars, Jupiter, uh, Uranus, Saturn. Who named that We're planet 11. Uranus? Really? Well, who did? I don't. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Isn't Uranus the uh, one of the gods? Okay. Like, I think that's what it is. Okay. It's like the god of war or something. Mm-hmm. Hey, will you see what Uranus is? We <laughs> <laughs> have to call it Uranus because you guys. Is that are, what it's called? Uranus. Uranus. He's what is he? The Greek god of the sky was Uranus. Cool. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Brothers Osborne are dropping a new album. It's called Skeletons, and it will be out on October 9th. Maddie and Tay explained how their differences work for them. Very similar, but very opposite. Yeah. I'm like the outgoing, like crazy person. And she's very calm and like just real chill. We always say like if we were both my personality, nothing would get done. Mm -hmm. And then if we were both her personality, nothing would get done. Eric Padsley announced he's sharing his new album, Nice Guy. It will be out on August 14th. I'm Morgan number two. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Colton Conrad is 12 years old, and he's kayaking in a river in Ohio, and he looks down, and he's like, man, that looks like something shiny. Gets out of his kayak and pulls it up, and it's some marine dog tags. He's like, huh, I wonder who dropped those in the river. So he got home, and his mom saw the name, put the picture on Facebook, and it was of a guy that died in 1974. They don't know how his dog tags ended up in that river, but got him back to the family. Wow, that's crazy. That's a good story. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Alabama. A guy broke into a restaurant, ransacked the place, stole some money, and he's like, oh, you know what? Before I leave, I'm going to pour myself a drink. Then he poured himself another drink. And then another drink. And when someone came to open the restaurant the next morning, found him asleep behind the bar. (laughs) (laughs) It's a fine line between stealing and drinking as much alcohol as you can and getting away with it and passing out. Yeah. Yeah. You got to know... Window. Limit. Yeah, I or no when to hold them. Yeah. <laughs> all right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. They have all those slot machines in the Las Vegas airport, and I go to Vegas all the time. Come back. I don't play them anymore. I never win on those airport slot machines. A woman won $875,000 playing slots at the Vegas airport. Oh, Can you imagine? You're, you're probably tired. You didn't win anything. You got like $43 left to your name. I'm just going to put it in. And then you win $875,000 on the Wheel of Fortune, which is the only one I'll play, by the way, if I do play. Because if you hit spin, 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 then you spin the big, and whatever it lands on you get. Uh. The woman from Torrance, California was playing a Wheel of Fortune slot machine. She was betting $5 on a penny machine when she hit the top prize. She won playing the Wheel of Fortune penny slots in the C concourse in Terminal 1. Retire that machine. Or put a big ribbon on it. Mm-hmm. A penny one, too. The airport reports this huge win comes nowhere close to its largest win ever. 
In 2005, someone won $3.9 million at the airport. Ooh. Oh, my gosh. At the airport. <laughs> How do they even bring that to you? They give you a check? They got to call somebody? That's- that means someone either on their way in before they've gambled at any casino they win or on their way out. I'd want it on the way loser. out. If you got to pick, I get the experience won't be... I would want to go just in. go get back on the plane and go no, back home. No, you wouldn't. You'd be like, I'm in Vegas. I got a bunch of extra money. Let's blow it. Three million. I, I don't want to just be tired and be going home and be like, oh. fine. Because then you're pepping your step and then you don't go and blow it. Because I would be like, I just want all this. I can at least get rid of some of it. Okay. Oh, man. Congratulations to her. I was watching this story about Orlando Bloom on the news. He had his dog passed away. His dog Mighty. And he got a tattoo of Mighty. Like It says Mighty with a little heart on his chest. So that's pretty sweet. That guy, I got to hang out with that guy a little bit. You talk about a good-looking guy. Oh, I thought you were going to say, talk about a nice guy. Oh, super nice, too. Yeah, oddly nice. Oddly nice and personable and, and normal human to be a superstar that's super rich. I got to meet him because, you know, I work on American Idol with Katy Perry. We went to dinner, and everybody brought their significant other. And at the time, I just took my the guy I work with, Tom. But everybody else had theirs. You know, Luke had Caroline. Katie had Orlando Bloom. Lionel had his wife. And then I'm with Tom. Tom. <laughs> uh, really nice guy, though. But he got mighty. Uh, I thought about getting something for my dog. But what I did was my last book I dedicated to my dog. Because he was really sick. He was, I think, 15 years old. And he had gotten cancer. And I was like, I was just distraught about it. You know, the great thing was I was touring at the time when my dog was sick. And I started to go, I can't go out on the road and do comedy anymore because... I got to stay with my dog, but there's a bus company here in town, and they were like, hey, we heard you. We can actually get you a bus with a room that you can take your dog in, because we were all in bunks, but they got me a, a bus with a big bedroom in the back, and I got to travel with, with my dog. It's pretty special. Yeah. And, he, you know, he wasn't in great health, but that was great. But the the, the dedication to my last book, Fail Until You Don't, it was like, I want to dedicate this uh, book to my dog Dusty. I know he'll never read this. Well, mostly because dogs can't read. <laughs> it wasn't because he died. Obviously. And then I put rest in peace. But yeah, I saw that Orlando Bloom tattoo. Thought that's pretty sweet. You know, with the coronavirus going on, you know, all the news stories about, oh, this is terrible, this is terrible. But what's the best thing to come out of this for you? I think we should highlight. Because, you know, in every negative situation, there is a way to squeeze out a little positive or find something, find a new direction that it's taken you. For me, it's absolutely been my relationship because Kayla and I had started dating in November. And I think this hit in like March or February. Or I don't remember what month it is. It feels like this big long spiral. But, you know, we had been dating and she was here with me and had one little suitcase. And they were like, we're locking everything up. And I was like, well, if you go back to California, we may never see each other again, at least not for three, four, five, six months. Or you can just stay here in quarantine. And so she stayed and it really moved our relationship along a little faster, which I think was absolutely great for me. So for me, it's, this has changed my life in, in that way, in a wonderful way. What about you? I would say for sure it's time with my kids, especially more dinners at home and grilling out. And that's like a huge thing that I'll remember about this year is how many times we grilled corn on the cob and just learning more about my kids and just get become closer as a family. Do your kids think this is normal? No. Well, they've only been in America for a couple years. I know, but they know it's not normal. They fully understand there's a virus, and 
that they have to be super careful and they know that they weren't like that their whole lives. They didn't have to worry about that. Hey, speaking of the virus, hey, Ray, do you have my mask? I do. Ray got my Garth Brooks masks in them. Have you opened oh, them yet? Let's oh, let's see. it's still in the package. It's a small little package. Came all the way from Europe, though, baby. How many are there in there? Uh, there's supposed to be three. Open them up. All right. So we did this bit on the show where Ray found something inside of music, and I liked it, so he got a finder's fee. There they are. <laughs> so they're masks with Garth Brooks' face on them? Yeah. Bring him in here. All right, coming in. This is Ray's second time to win, by the way. The first round he won with a Hootie, Hootie blanket. and the Blowfish blanket. Hootie, a Hootie oh, and the Blowfish yeah. blanket. And How then many now are in there? A gar- you, Caitlin, and whoever else. And then wild card? Wow. Wait, let me see those. That mask is it's so European. <laughs> Wait, what's? Oh wow, it has the br- upside down. Yeah! Upside down. Oh, all right. I have my. Oh, this is hilarious. That's straight up N95 right there. No, it's not. <laughs> but I mean, it is. It is special. Claws. Can you can you tell it's Garth Brooks on my face? Yes, hundred <laughs> percent. That's pretty legit. Your glasses fucking. Yeah! Your glasses. Oh, wait, I can't wear a mask without fogging. And so, what you do is, I mentioned this on the show once, you take the top of the mask if you have glasses, you put your glasses on top of it, mm-hmm, and, that, and yeah. it, it takes 90% of the fog away. Mm-hmm. How, what, what do I look like? Let me see. It's awesome. Is it? Yeah, he <laughs> should have cool. won. Yeah. He did, well, he did win. Huh? I know, but I was kind of jealous that he won, but now I agree. Dang, my face, my mask has got Garth Brooks on it. And you have three, so next time he comes in, you can give him one. Wouldn't it be funny to see Garth wearing one of these around town? And you would go, that's not Garth. I'm still wearing this mask. Hold on. All right. Maybe that's what needs to happen with masks is that you get one custom made to actually look like the bottom of your face. So then you have it on and it still looks like you. Raymundo, do I have to pay you again? Yeah, so there was, uh, you paid the initial $40 for me to get them over here from over the pond. And then there was a $100 finder's fee that was never paid. Are you sure? Yes. It, I I'm going to believe t- whatever you say. It was two months ago, which is a while ago. I can't believe they took that long to come in, but thank God they're here. And wow, did daddy need that. And they look great. <laughs> I'm I'm very happy with the product. Why does daddy need it? Are you okay financially? Oh, doing good, doing good. Just had some stuff here at work, um, but this will help. What? What, what do you mean? <laughs> you're saying a lot of words, but you're not saying what anything. What happened here at work? <laughs> <laughs> I uh, I randomly had to take a little cut. Uh, oh, just, randomly! Yeah. I don't think it was random. It's I think we all did. <laughs> yeah. 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 Every so. probably everybody in America except for Amazon taking a cut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, Ray, I'll send you hundred bucks. Yeah. I got to work this morning, and Scuba Steve, our executive producer, said, "Hey, you may want to hear this voicemail." I was like, "What's up?" Because I get a sheet of them every day of everybody who calls and leaves a message, and then we play some of them back on the air. And he goes, hey, this one, let me uh, put your attention to. So I haven't heard it yet. I'm going to play it on the air, and I'm going to uh, react as you guys hear it. Here we go. I want to talk to you about something, and I've been meaning to apologize to you and come clean. I was paid with concert tickets and radio stuff by an iHeartRadio employee to personally attack you on Twitter. I would love to come clean to you and apologize to you and even let you know who this piece of garbage was. And I'm not saying I'm any better, but I didn't know who you were or what you were about. I never listened to your show, but I started following you on social media. You didn't deserve any of it. God bless. Wish you the best. Talk to you soon. What? Oh. It's internal? Not in our building. Maybe not even in our city. I don't know. Within our company. 
mean, what do you think about that? Because if I check, here's the thing. 93% of the time, I'm in a pretty good place. The problem is, you ever hear the saying, don't call out the devil because he may just show up? No. Well, you just heard it. <laughs> when I, I don't like that version of me, but I don't stop. And I go hard. Okay, and so- I'm not the nicest. So it's do we want to kind of wake up the monster or do we just want to go, you know, I get attacked all the time on Twitter anyway. I have a lot of opinions. I don't expect people to agree with them and move on. Well, but some of the people might just be genuinely attacking you from their own heart. This guy was <laughs> so you want to know. sought out by somebody that works in our company and they used company resources. Oh, that's true, too. To attack wow. you. That's like that's- using campaign funds for a go-kart pass. Oh. I have another theory in my head, but I don't know if I want to say it out loud yet. What do you, you think it's, what, what theory? Let me say it? Okay. You want me to? Okay. That guy sounds like, a radio like he's guy. on air. Yeah, That I guy know. sounds like a regular radio guy, and this is his way of outing the guy that hired him, which is himself, and getting himself exposure tied to you. You would do something like this. <laughs> Not now, but maybe 10 years ago. It definitely sounds like a radio guy. Yeah, he totally does. Because you don't just... Play that again. Play it. I want to talk to you about... This is, this some- is definitely hey, somebody yeah. on the air. Thanks for listening to 95.5. <laughs> yes, that is him. Oh, that's interesting. Play it. Play it again. I want to talk to you about something, and I've been meaning to apologize mm-hmm. to you and so- come clean. Mike, do you I recognize was- that voice? It sounds like... a. We don't have good voices because we're not DJs. That right. sounds like a DJ. That is a DJ voice. And that's what I thought when he was talking. And so, but I didn't want to say it in case I'm wrong. But I thought the same thing. And I was going to see if any of you guys were inclined to feel that way. Well, there you go. Hey, Scuba, yeah. you, ha- you have the guy's number. But do you I think do. it's someone on the radio? I, I, it's hard to tell. It does sound like somebody. I did some investigating on what region it could be in. And it's either Detroit or Tampa. So I have some theories. I called the guy a few times uh, earlier this morning. He hasn't responded to me. Hmm. Why do you think Detroit or Tampa? I would type this phone number in. For one, it's Detroit area, Michigan. But then I looked on his Instagram because he said he gave me his Instagram handle on the voicemail I cut out. Well, then let's check. And it had some Tampa uh, ties to it. Does it say? Is it an account that's been set up? The account seems legit. I can give you the handle off air. Well, so did the person say who the guy was that hired him? He said that if we call him, he'll tell us. Who it is. Uh, yeah, he's trying to get on our airwaves. That's what he's doing. And he's going to yell something out live. <laughs> or is it someone really reaching out going, hey, I was paid to attack you. I get attacked all the time. I know. I feel like we need to... Investigate it? For sure. It's worth investigating. And whatever we can do to keep you the devil at bay, we just... Because either way, if someone's messing with me, either way, attacking me, they're put up to it, or if this is another radio show... Right, trying to... It won't be pretty. Your airwaves. It won't be pretty. Oh yes, I love this. I don't. I, oh. I don't like this version of me. I haven't been around in a few in a few years. I mean, just breathe. Like, stay calm. Let's just figure this out. Get to the bottom of it. You don't need to get all worked up. It's hard when the bear's being poked. I know. Bear, and the bears are getting poked a little bit right now. Um. All right. Well, let's figure out who it is. You. What do you want to do, Scuba? Well, I'm gonna keep trying to call him, but then he won't answer now. Want, so when I call him, it'll ring, and then he picks up and hangs up. And hmm. so then I instant, I message him on Instagram. He hasn't responded to me at all. So I'm gonna keep trying until I can get him on. Okay, Mike, do you have Mike D, our our writer? Do you have any idea what's going on? You can track down some of this stuff sometimes. Well, I don't know. I just found that on his Instagram. He is fo- following a station in Tampa Bay. Maybe they say something like, 
We got to try to get you on the Bobby Bone Show. Like, well, let's the, try well, to get... This guy here sounds like a DJ, though. Like, a, Can we pull audio from that morning show and match the voices? <laughs> I, let's do it. I'm down for it. Yeah. Yes. Okay, we'll do it during a break. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mess with us. Yeah. We're, we're smarter not, than you. Yeah, we're not Whoever stupid. you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hi, everybody. Bobby, I got something to tell you here. Someone's coming at you on Twitter. So five, I got to come clean. Five past the hour. All right, weather on the nines. All right, here we go. Here we go. Uh, all right. <laughs> exactly what I well, hear. Well, yeah, we could be wrong, but let's see. This is Toby from Colorado. Hi, Bobby. I just had dinner with my brother-in-law and husband. Um, we went to Sonic, and we actually Venmoed the gal who brought us our food. And let me tell you, she was so, so happy. She just couldn't stop talking about how dope it was that we got a Venmo that she got a Venmo from us as a tip, and that's never happened before. And, yeah, so all the credit goes to you. Thanks, Bobby. Well, I don't take the credit, but I do say that I go to Sonic and I don't have cash in my wallet, and I'm like, oh, no. So what I asked Sonic on Twitter was, can you have the folks, if they want to wear their Venmo on their apron, that we can tip them on our phone. There was a guy over at my house, I have a little painting done, and he had finished the whole job, and I was like, you know what, he did such a good job, I think I'm going to tip him. And... I, and I have the money to tip them. And I was like, hey, do you have a Venmo? He goes, yeah. It was so easy. That's awesome. It's just, And I'm not talking about the tipping, but just a lot of folks that have smartphones now have Venmo or some sort of like PayPal or... So I'm just not a cash person. Also, I'm a very forgetful person when it comes to that. So just boop, 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 hit it up. It's great. It's the same thing. I ran out to his car. I was like, stop, 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 stop. He's like, what's up? I said, I was trying to tip you. I don't have any cash. What's your Venmo? And he was like, Painter69. And I was like, all right, here Perfect. you go. There you go. Yeah. Um, all right. Thank you very much. Painter69. What's up? Nothing. All right. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. A woman used uh, a website to try to hire a hitman. <laughs> She's 51 years old, and she went to rentahitman.com. That was set up as like a joke website, but she thought it was real, and she submitted a request to have her ex-husband killed. Now, the owner of the website called the police. The police set up a sting, and she offered an undercover cop $5,000 for the hit. The guy that gets this has to go, is this someone even messing with me? But then he has to make that call. The website even jokes or brags about being HIPAA compliant to where... You know, everything's safe. We're not going to share any information because we can't. <laughs> she fell for it. Rentahitman.com. I mean, guys. And this is the first one to ever come through. That I would think, though, there are some other dumb Oh, maybe. But, I mean, it's yeah. funny that someone set it up as a joke because you'd think that would turn into a hobby. But people have to know, you don't just hire a hitman from rentahitman.com. There's no way that's real. I don't know. I can get Starbucks to my house via an app. Now just push it and the guy brings it. How do I know you can't just go to a, a website and get it too? Okay, well, you but can't. But $5,000 seems a little low to kill somebody. Oh, yeah, for sure. It, and then, you know. How much on Tiger King were they offered, though? Wasn't I, it I was about to bring 10? that up. I don't know. I guess someone hard on their luck, you could probably go to someone and be like, hey, man, how much? And But you can never really say it. I don't think you can approach the actual words. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, do the deed to Billy. <laughs> right. And you're like, do the deed, huh? You have to, like, code it. Yeah. All right, what else? Okay, Grey's Anatomy, they're going to address the pandemic in their upcoming season. Do you know how many seasons that show's been on, if you had to guess? 20. Well, close. 17. I have no idea. That's still high. I cannot believe it's still around, but it is. And they said that every year, 
regardless of a pandemic or not, they have doctors come and tell their stories. And then the writers use that for funny things, crazy things, patient things, all the things. And now they're collecting all of the pandemic stories and they're working it into the storyline, which I think will be super interesting. And they want to use it as an opportunity uh, to tell some of the stories of the heroes and and people that maybe lost their lives, but then also how we can learn from it. Probably things like wear a mask. With pandemic, it's weird because I'm over it, but then I crave it. Like we only try to talk about it once a show if there's a big news story, because I know our audience doesn't want to hear it all the time, Mm -hmm. but it's such a big part of our lives right now that it's weird to just ignore it. Like when you say that, I'm like, "Eh, I don't want to see it. But then I'll go and watch the news for two hours when they're talking about it. I think this will be way more interesting than the news. It'll give you the pandemic, but also, you know, love triangle in the closet bathroom or the in the, in the hospital. Okay, Luke Bryan, his dog has been the latest victim of a prank. You know, Luke and Caroline, they love to do pranks. And I guess Luke often throws meat from the porch to his dog. Um, but instead of throwing meat, he decided to throw something else out at the dog. Chop, like Chop stares at me eating. I'm going to play a prank. Chop, you're going to get pranked. You ready? We'll see if you like tomatoes. <laughs> His laugh. His laugh is what's funny. <laughs> so go check out that video because, yeah, Chalk does not like tomatoes at all. And then just quickly, I got to give Marin Morris props for clapping back at um, a troll online. So she posted a picture of her wavy hair and she's wearing like a low cut top and, you know, things she's are had showing. A ba- she's had a baby. She's, had a baby. So she's breastfeeding. Her yeah. boobs are out there. And someone said that it was extremely distaste- distasteful. And it wasn't really about the wavy hair when all you can see is the boobs. And Marin just said, girl, bye. Don't let my boobs knock you on the way out. (laughs) I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Okay, so every year, this woman, Laura Landerman Garber, she collects tens of thousands of holiday cards for troops overseas. She's been collecting for like two decades. And last year, she sent out 175,000 cards to troops from 40 different states. But she's a little concerned this year because of coronavirus. She normally goes to fairs and camps and different sporting events to collect cards from people and people sign them. And then that's an easier way for her to get a lot. But people are still sending them to her and she encourages them to do so. You can check her out. Holiday cards for our military challenge and let's help continue her streak of getting hundreds of thousands of cards. What's the website again? Holiday cards for our military challenge is what you can look up. Just and Google that. Her name's Laura Landerman Garber. And I just love that she keeps them in mind. Because imagine if you're deployed, getting something like a simple card, even from a stranger, could mean a lot. Would your husband ever get cards from strangers? Well... Here's the thing with him. I would send him care packages, but he would tell me that there's guys he's over there with, they get nothing. And so I don't think he ever got things from strangers because he would allow other people to get it. I think they have a way of distributing it to make sure that those that maybe aren't getting something do. So I would always throw in extra stuff. And then they had this community area where he would put it all, snacks and coffee and whatever else. And that way some guys could go pull from it if they didn't get anything. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. Check that out. We'll put that up on our Facebook page, too, if you want to see it. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. Over to Amy with the morning corny. 
The morning corny. What do you get if you cross a gold dog with a telephone? What do you get if you cross a gold dog with a telephone? A golden receiver? (laughs) That was the morning corny. Here's Tracy in Santa Fe, New Mexico. Hey, Bobby. I just wanted to call and give a shout out to my son, Declan, who he loves your show. If he doesn't hear Bobby Bones in the morning, literally have to sit in the car. He's two. Thank you. (laughs) Of course he is. Nice. Uh, Thank you for that. Shout out to you too, kid. Uh, Alabama Chick-fil-A is offering free sandwiches in exchange for coins. Because you know there's a coin shortage. Yes, like everywhere. So if you go in and you take them $10 in rolled coins, you get $10 in cash, but you also get a sandwich. That's exactly right. Do you save coins? Mm, Yeah, my son collects them, and we like to take them to that coin machine at the grocery store to get cash. But yeah. I definitely don't have a whole roll of quarters, I don't think, or $10 worth. Did you collect coins as a kid? Not not collect coins, but save coins. And then roll them all in the penny rollers and take them to the bank all in a bag. Mm-mm. Oh, boy. Did you? Oh, yeah. Mm. I did. And we and you dump it all on the ground. Yeah. But then when the coin machine came, I didn't collect coins. The fun was putting them all into the rollers. Oh, that's fun to you? Mm. That's not really my kind of activity. <laughs> well, you saved up a bunch of money and you got to, you know, kind of celebrate your harvest. Yeah. No, uh-huh. I get it. Uh, which, by the way, I'll mention uh, Caitlin. She had... She, Got a little greenhouse, and she put a little some plants out there. First round didn't go so hot. They all died. Oh, bummer. It's all right. We're back at it. We're going for round two real what soon. What happened? Not enough oxygen or something? Yeah, no, I'm not sure what happened. I would probably let her tell that story. Okay. But a lot of folks are asking how our plants are. They're not going very good. They're not alive. I'll just say that. They're not alive. <laughs> You're but not eating anything from there anymore. We're, we're going to go. We're going to do it again soon. You guys can call us anytime. 877 877- 77 Bobby. Hey Morgan. So my parents are still friends with my ex on Facebook and they actually posted a photo with him not too long ago. I'm now married. So I totally get where you're upset with Raymundo. Shame on you, Ray. <laughs> so this happened in the post show on yesterday's show or the day before. Raymundo is still liking pictures of Morgan's ex boyfriend and still like being buddies with them. And Morgan and her ex boyfriend had a bad breakup. She says it wasn't totally honest on his side. I don't know the whole story. But Morgan's upset at Ray because Ray's still being buds with her ex. And Ray wasn't even friends with them, really, to yeah, begin no. with. But now he's acting like they're boys. <laughs> Ray, they any, any, any uh, rebuttal there? Uh, my fiance also got on board with it and said she's team Morgan number two. So am I. Like, <laughs> pick <too>. your loyalties. <laughs> All right. If it means that much, you people, I'll unfollow the dude. <laughs> nice. Do it. Do, do it. Do it. it. Right now. Do it. I mean, you want me to? Yeah, let's do it right here. Dang. I'm going to miss seeing his Instagram stories. That's for <laughs> oh sure. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> He's going to wonder what happened. I know. Oh, no, he's awful. not. He's going to know. Trust me. This is going to get back to him. All right. All right, here we go. In three. Underscore. Is that his name? Have you said that? Why would you say that? On, is that his name on there? Uh, yeah. I mean, he was tagged in Instagram a long time ago. But yeah. I don't even know how to unfollow somebody. Oh, hey, my God. Okay. Bleep, bleep, bleep his name. Unfollow. Dang. There he goes. Goodbye. Oh. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Goodbye. You ever watch prison TikToks? No. Is that a thing? Because well, you know I'd like it. Yeah, no. They sneak phones in and they shoot TikToks from inside prison. And of them doing dance routines? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, just things in prison where it's things like, some of the stuff's not good. It's like the overcrowding, the, the flooding, the 
the food, the just the prison life. There's one guy named King underscore Grams One has eighty thousand followers. Here, here's one of the TikToks we pulled. This it's him giving a tour of his cell. Cell, it's my bed. Same. I saw view, TV, everything else. So you follow them and see what it's like in prison. I don't know how they're not getting noticed and having their phones taken away. But then again, I have a first cousin who's in the pen right now who all of a sudden, my other cousins will be like, we'll just get a FaceTime and we'll, we don't know the number, we'll hit it. He's FaceTiming us from jail. Yeah. They can get all kinds of stuff in jail. Were you ever a, a locked up person? Sometimes. I, I've watched it here and there, I guess, if I'm looking for a filler. It's, I'm into it. I, I just... Can't watch too much of it. You like those shows, right, Lunch? Those oh, I lo- locked up. Dude, you could watch that for hours because you're like, oh, Cochran State Prison. All right, let me watch this one. And then they go <laughs> to Rikers and you're like, wow, look at this. And all these people, you're like, oh, they seem normal. Then they start talking. You're like, whoa. And then they start spitting at the guards. So good. You can waste three hours, four hours in a row just glued to it. I was always amazed that you'd see a guy, he'd be like, yeah, I'm in jail for 18 years. Rob store. But here's, here's what I did. I took a piece of bologna and a a little slice of a Snickers wrapper, and I made a full plasma TV. And you're like, if you had to die, you could do this. Why didn't you do this out there? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, this is the whole surround sound. That this is a three peanut butter cup wrappers. And what they? <laughs> and you're like, are you kidding me? You've developed all this in prison. Imagine with that skill set and with a little bit of effort, what you could have done out there. And you didn't have to hit a granny over the head with a stick. Yeah. You know. I know. Well, there are a bunch of prison TikToks. I can't get enough of them. I probably, but it feels like um, an attention span, better version of Locked Up. Oh, my man to get on TikTok just for that. I used to watch the, the prison shows, but I would get stuck in them. The shows that I get stuck in now that I never set an appointment, but if it's on, Shark Tank, never, wow. if it's just on, I'll be like, you know, I'll watch a little bit of Shark Tank. Four hours later. I think I'll watch a little more Shark Tank. I do that. Used to be the prison show. What, anything that you, you'll see on Housewives? Oh, any drug show. Oh, yeah. You love the weird. Mm-hmm. Why? It's you because <laughs> it's just not your lifestyle at all. Drugs are gangs. Yeah. The prison stuff, I can only take a little bit of. But Did you ever think that sometime in your life you, was gonna, you were going to be put into prison for something you didn't do? No. Only me? All right. Have you? What? All right. We're going <laughs> to put... <laughs> I always felt like at some point I was going to end up in jail for something. Well, I never probably because so many people in your life went to jail. You're right. Maybe that's it. Breakthrough. Boom. Dang, therapist. Yeah. I've always had this feeling that I was going to end up in jail for something I didn't do. But most folks in my family at some point have been to jail or still are in jail. Yeah. Dang. That'll be 150. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Coming up in a few minutes, we'll talk to Eddie, our producer, who hasn't been at work for the last week because he has corona. But now they're telling me that all he has to do is get one negative test and he can come back to work, not two. How do you feel? I feel fine with it because I'm six feet from him no matter what. And if it if it comes back negative, then he's it's run its course. Yeah, but we also don't sit over near him where Lunchbox and Morgan's sitting right there. Would you be nervous the day that he's here, the first day back at work? 100%, yes. Yeah. 100% nervous. Morgan? Oh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> Even though they've said you're negative? I mean, yeah, I'm over here, like, touching all of this stuff, and we're, we're literally right next to each other. There's no distance between us. Did you try to get a COVID test last night? Uh, yeah, I actually got one, and I thought, you know, okay, being a celebrity, they'll let me to the front of the line because oh, I show gosh. up, and the line is around the corner down the block. Really? Oh, yeah. I went to one of those drive-up ones at the stadium. It's like a citywide one. Long line. 
Wow. Uh, here is Lunchbox trying to uh, get a perk at his COVID test. <laughs> By the perk? way, we don't think we're celebrities. Lunchbox is the only one who thinks he's a celebrity. But he tries to get a celebrity perk. Since I'm a celebrity, do I get to skip the line and go to the front? No. No, it doesn't work that way? No. Well, all right, you know. You can move on ahead. All right, thank you. So then I had to wait in line for 40 minutes to get my COVID test. And so bad. We we sat there for 30 minutes. I understand that. But when you you pull the celebrity card, you expect them, yeah, just go around the cones and go straight to the front. Go to the, you know, like celebrity tent. You think this is a Chesney concert? What do you I mean, it looked like it had tents set up like people were tailgating. What are you going to say to him? I just want to know if he feels so awkward when those words come out of his mouth, because it's embarrassing for me. Like, hearing him say that, I cringe. Here's a second clip. Three, two, one. All right. Wow. Whoa. (laughs) That is not comfortable. I thought celebs would get treated nicer. Woo. You're celeb. Of course I am. You heard the Bobby Bone Show. I mean, that's what I do. We're the biggest deal around. Biggest deal around. Yeah, so I thought I'd get that rapid test because I'm celeb. Three okay. to five days. Go to the website for your results. Okay. Uh, I thought they'd recognize me and be like, move me to the front of the line. I still had to wait in line even though I'm a celeb. Isn't that crazy? I mean, that is crazy. I mean, come on. I mean, if it was up to me, I would have moved you straight up Okay, here. all right, yeah. I was a little disappointed. I told them in the front, I said, I'm a celebrity. They said, just get in line. I was like, oh, all right. <laughs> Have a good day. If someone ever has to ask you, you're a celeb? You're not a celeb. <laughs> that's the end of it. If you ever have to be asked, are you, are you famous? You're not famous. And somebody that's super famous is not going to act that way anyways. I, I've Just, known a few. I've known a few. Really? I mean, most, that's the perk of being a celeb. Most don't, but I've known a few where they're, they flex it a little bit. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so how long till you get your results? Uh, three to five days, but I tried to throw that. Oh, you know, since I'm a celeb, get a rapid test. She didn't miss a beat. Three to five days, sir. Thanks. So it's Thursday, Friday. So by Monday, when you come back, you'll have your res- yep. results again. And why are you getting tested again? Uh, because someone in the circle tested positive besides Eddie, and mm-hmm. so I was around that person, and so I just want to make sure. Morgan, are you getting tested, or are you just going to secondary off of us and go, well, if they're not, I'm not? I've been thinking about it. I don't know yet. I, I haven't felt any symptoms or anything. Or, you know, I wouldn't be around you guys if I had. So I'm kind of seeing what's happening with Lunchbox. If Lunchbox is, then I definitely am because that's a real possibility. Right yeah. Uh, let's go over to Morgan since she's up and talking with us. It's time for Food World Num 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 with Morgan number two. So if you like ice cream and cereal, then you're going to want to try this. Fruit Loops has ice pops. So they're Fruit Loops ice pops, and they're only going to cost you $1. That, to me, sounds amazing. Are you Not to you? Because you didn't perk. I'm not a big popsicle person. I but love popsicles. I love ice cream. I love smoothies. Maybe on a hot day. I love Fruit Loops. Yeah. Oh, yeah, me too. And they're all the same flavor, by the way. Just different colors. You know they all taste the same, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's a good. And where do you get these? You can get them at Dollar Tree. So literally $1 for eight little icicle pops. All right. There you go. That was Food World with Morgan number two. Nom, nom, nom. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A street vendor, 94 years old, was brought to tears because of a stranger Kenya Barajan, 28 years old, noticed this 94-year-old street vendor, Don, selling food on the street in Santa Ana, California. So she goes up to him and says, hey, what's up? What's your story? He shared with her that he has to work selling tamales because no one would hire him because he's 94 years old. She discovered he can barely afford food to eat. He can't afford to have a phone. He can't pay for his medication sometimes. So Kenya took to social media telling a story 
in just a week, over $84,000. That is crazy. In addition to the money raised, he got a wheelchair, he got a new pair of shiny black shoes, and he now has enough money for his medicine for a long time. Isn't that crazy? So good. Just because she went up to him and was like, hey, what's your story? Yeah. And he was like, I'm 94, nobody will hire me. Man, shout out to her, Kenya Barragon, 28 years old. Dang, that's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. So what happened with your daughter? So in front of the whole family, she's like, Mom, so are you a virgin? (gasps) I thought, and we've had sex talks, and I know that she knows what it means. So I looked at her and sort of perplexed and then said, oh, well, we've talked about this. So, of course, you know I'm not a virgin. And she said, no, now I'm confused because... I know that you said you've tried for a baby, but you don't have a baby. So that, I don't know. Did you not do it right? Are you a virgin? It's like, oh my gosh. How do you explain that to her? I said, I said, I'm not a virgin. Just because you don't have a baby doesn't mean that you're not a virgin. And I said, but you're a virgin. And that's good. <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I was like, I need to bust out these American Girl doll books again that talk about things. Uh, yeah, we got to have some more in-depth talks. Because I thought we had addressed some of it. And I knew there's more to come. But <clears throat> I think the time is now. Yeah, she's 13. 13. Oh, yeah. But right, 13, but also not really. She's 13 chronologically, but like emotionally, mentally, she's behind because of her like growing up in the orphanage, not having the upbringing that a lot of 13 year olds have had. Did you see there was a very rare gene that some women, they do not need any sort of pain relief during childbirth? Like it doesn't hurt. That's amazing. Crazy, huh? You talking about. Being a virgin, mm-hmm. having babies. It, Women who yeah. don't need an epidural might be carriers of the rare genetic variant that gives them an extremely high threshold for pain. They talk about how it's like one in hundreds of women have this variant, and it's all different. Some people don't feel it doesn't hurt at all. Mm-hmm. And some people it hurts way less. And that people are like, oh, it wasn't that bad. They kind of have more of this gene than people who are like, oh, that it's not really, they're just tougher. They just feel it differently. Isn't that wild? Oh, yeah, I don't think I have that. I mean, I've never given birth, but I have a feeling if I were to ever give birth, it'd be super painful. My girlfriend has the an extreme pain tolerance. Wild. Oh. I have. I don't. I'm, mm-hmm. a, I'm a baby boo-boo. But she, you can pinch her. You, she's like, try me. Mm, doesn't hurt her at all. Really? Yeah. It's weird. That is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But how great would it be to have Lunchbox, your wife, did it hurt? Oh, hurt so bad. <laughs> she went in with plans to not use an epidural. And I mean, about an hour into it, she's like, "Epidural me, epidural, let's go." Is it go. too late though to do that then? No, luckily she because they there they give a you a timeline but... where's a cutoff, and she was before the timeline. My mom, on the other hand, she did all three kids, no epidural, no so, problem. I, sometimes I just come in here and want an epidural. That's how. Is that that we, painful for my, you? Here? Yes, just hmm. waking up early in the morning. You know how much that costs. <laughs> <laughs> on the phone with us, producer Eddie. At his house, he's been diagnosed with coronavirus. Eddie, how you feeling? I'm happy to say today, Bones, I actually feel great. Chest is better? Chest is way better. I'm not coughing as much. Uh, definitely feel like it's clearing up, and I'm I'm on the mend, man. Are you going to go hang out with your family? 
I think today's the day I'm going to sneak out and probably join them for dinner. I think I'm going to spend most of the day today inside. I did go for a walk last night, which was the first time I walked out the front door of my house, which was really nice. It was awesome. I masked it, though, just in case. But today, I'm going to try to join them for dinner, give myself still a little bit of distance, but still walk around the house a little bit. I thought you said you put the top on your Jeep. I did. I I know. I stepped out to do that, but I mean, I haven't walked around the neighborhood. You meant like out and about. (laughs) I hear everything literal. Okay. Yeah, you know me. I don't. (laughs) Uh, A couple things I wanted to talk about with you. Uh, Number one is Amy is irritated because you said that show Upload, and I watched it, but she's been screaming Yellowstone at me for a month, and I won't watch it. No, I just got to thinking. <laughs> Eddie comes on and says, hey, I watched this show. It's total crap. It's called Upload. And then the next day, Bobby's like, watch five episodes. I think it's great. <laughs> and I, for a year, have been saying you should watch season one of Yellowstone, season two of Yellowstone, season three is back. You and Caitlin need to watch it. You'll love it. He hasn't even given it five minutes. Well, the difference is, is that and oh. they're both on Amazon. But I know, but the, the I don't think Yellowstone's on you Amazon. You can, yes, you can. Upload's free, though, don't, on Amazon. Don't at me. Oh, well. I know where you find it. But secondly, here's the thing. Upload's about the future and digital. Like, that's interesting to me. Mm-hmm. I'm not interested in ranching right now. It's not about <laughs> ranching. This season of my life, I'm not interested in ranching. It takes place on a ranch, but it's not about ranching, really. Mm. <sighs> Never mind. There's something definitely to be said about the free thing. I know I know none of it's free, but really, if you have to pay extra on Amazon, which half of the stuff's on there is free, it's <laughs> kind of like, it definitely puts a little stop sign there in front of it and be like, mm, I don't really want to watch this. No, I don't really feel that that's the case for Bobby. Yep. So now what I need to do is Cutting say, the budget. yeah, right. No, what I need to say is Yellowstone's awful. And then Bobby's going to be like, watch five episodes. Then I, I want to challenge it. you. Well, hey, Eddie, to let you know, Mike D and Morgan both watched Upload, and they loved it. Morgan binged the whole thing. Really? Did you, Morgan? I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe I just kind of, I didn't I didn't really find the humor in it, really. I, I mean, and, and then just the, the concept, I think, is very cool. Is I do like the funny? idea of the concept, but yeah, it's funny show. it just oh, wasn't it happening. Uh, did you watch more than one episode? No, no, I stopped after the first. Okay. Um, and... Do you have any segment that you'd like for us to do today with you? Okay, so I have a question for you guys. Okay. This is an honest question. So so my dog has to go get her, her haircut today at the groomer. Do I tell them before my wife takes the dog and tell them that I have corona and the dog's been around me? You can't take the well, dog there, right? I don't think it's a dog thing. I, I think it's, it's not, his wife but- thing because his wife has been exposed to him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know they oh, ask I don't know okay, they say has okay. your animal been exposed to corona, but I think it would maybe be a bit irresponsible especially if she went in and humanly saw them. I think that's where the irresponsibility would be. I don't like the exchange of goods but whether it's a dog or anything with people. <laughs> like I think that maybe you wash the dog at home this time. No, it's a haircut. It's a whole groom process. Or maybe wait, I get it. I know that that's hard, but maybe wait a week. Because we yeah, don't. Cause, cause I, yeah, I've been asking myself just the different questions of just like, all right, like, because you know, who do you tell? Uh, moving on, like, you know, I, I feel pretty good now, but who do I tell? Hey, the dog's been around me a few times. I have Corona. Like, uh, heads up, or do we just not just wait it out? I'd wait it out a few days. Mm-hmm. Is your wife getting tested? She's getting tested with me tomorrow. How many tomorrows are we gonna do? <laughs> you said this yesterday. 
Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I realize it's tomorrow. You know, when you're in house prison bones, it's all the same. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Eddie told me, or maybe Scuba Steve told me, our producer, that Eddie needs one negative income in. Not two. Okay. That- okay. Bones. So I got I got the actual uh, the actual human resources email. Go ahead. It says, "quote A person who tests positive for COVID must quarantine for a minimum of ten days." What you've done and may and may return to work therefore thereafter with a negative test result. A negative test result. How Not long have you been quarantined in your room? Uh, I'm on day thirteen today. And you get a negative. Let's roll, baby. Let's, yeah. do that. Let's do that yeah. bit where we all spit in each other's mouth. That'd be fun. Come on up. <laughs> so how does everyone else in the room feel, though, about that? Amy? It's fine. I don't, I'm not near him. I'm good. Me, me too. Like so, I said, across the room from him. Bring it. But I feel bad for Morgan number two in Lunchbox. <laughs> guys, Man. you guys sit at the same little strip over there with him. Right. I mean, I, all along we've been saying two tests, and then all of a sudden we switch it to one. Uh, we uh, didn't switch it. I under- HR did. Science I, uh, did. That's what I'm saying is they decide to switch it to one, so I'm like, oh, goodness. So, Eddie, if you want to wait a couple days before you get that test, it'd be great. Well, so if it's tomorrow, which is Friday, that means mm-hmm. are you doing rapid or are you going to wait a couple days? So so that was my question for you. What, what, how, what's the extra damage on the rapid? Uh, it's, it's damage. Oh, yeah. It's definitely not cheap. <laughs> really? Yeah. Well, just just get the, the full get the full two day three day test and you'll know by Monday probably. Actually, okay. we're running pretty efficiently without you. I mean, Morgan number two would really like him nice. back. <laughs> she would she would disagree. She's doing a great we job. We went to her but... a second ago in a question and she's so dialed into doing Eddie's she wouldn't even answer the question on that. She's like, uh huh. <laughs> we're like, you've seen that show, right, Morgan? Uh huh. Uh huh. <laughs> I'm very distracted over here. Um. Okay. Um, by the way, Eddie, we tried to hit you up for video games last night. You didn't answer. Me, my buddy Steve Ortiz, and our new best friend Andrew, who's 19, who lives in Kansas, we played. We were dominating three <laughs> on three last night. We went to pro am on NBA 2K tw- 2K20, and we went like six and one. Well, where was he? I don't know. He wouldn't answer, and I'm like, you're locked no. in a room. I fell asleep, man. I, I don't know. I was tired yesterday. After I, got, after I got back from my walk, I got a little tired. I may have overdone it with the walk, so but I saw all the calls and texts this morning. So yeah, I mean, sorry, I missed that. We dude. were crushing it. We got a new best friend, new video game best friend. Mm-hmm. Is it weird he's 19? Andrew, Andrew's cool, no. and he's good. Yeah, he kind of leads the team. I was the team leader, but he's he's really good. If he was 17, weird, but he's of age. I'm not trying to date him. <laughs> if he was 11, that would be weird. We should get up, should we get him on the phone at some point on the show? Would that be funny? Oh, uh, yeah. The guy we just we met, we play on a headset with? Mm-hmm. All right, Eddie. Get better, my friend. We'll see you. Uh, right. Hey, just come on in tomorrow. Why not? No, 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 no. All right, guys. Back in the 90s, what country artist do you think dominated country radio the most? Garth Brooks. The most weeks at number one. You think Garth? Yeah. Great guess. Lunchbox? Shania Twain. Raymundo, do you know the answer to this? Yes, I do. Oh, he can't play then. I'll play you here. This is the top 10. Ready? Uh, it, Lone Star was at number one for 13 weeks in the 90s at number 10. I don't know how you do what you do. Shania Twain was at number nine. Dang. Oh, 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 Come on in at number eight, John Michael Montgomery. He was at number one for 16 weeks. Do you know the whole chorus to the song without the music? Yeah. Here we go. Three. Two, one, go. Man, I gotta have her. She's a one of a kind. I'm going once. 
go and try some soul to the lady in the second row. She's an eight, she's a nine, she's a ten, I know. She's got ruby red lips, blonde hair, blue eyes, and I'm about to kiss my heart goodbye. Nice. Good, good. Uh, Faith Hill, number seven. What's your favorite Faith Hill song? Is it Breathe? Mississippi Probably, Girl? Or, no, This Kiss. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. This kiss, this kiss. <laughs> Something like that. That's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Unstoppable. This kiss, <laughs> yeah. this kiss. Mm-hmm. Unstoppable. <laughs> <laughs> okay, who's next? Clint Black. Okay. We're now in the top five. These are the biggest 90 country artists in terms of uh, total weeks, number one. Brooks and Dunn at number five. Favorite Brooks and Dunn song? Oh, Neon Man. Me too. And you know, I was talking to Ronnie Dunn, maybe on this show, or maybe at a show, and he was like, you know, he's a man, that song, we've been asked to play it at so many weddings, and he goes, but don't you understand that Neon Moon's about being at a bar alone, and that's hanging over you? Can you like, you can come hang out at the bar, because everybody else is alone? I don't even really care. I that's a great song. I spend most every <laughs> night beneath the lights of a Neon Moon. So if you lose your one, it's not a wedding song. Yeah, I know. I get it, but it's so good. Yeah, we two-stepped the crap out of that song growing up, though. Yeah. We go Electric Cowboy. Did you have an aversion of Electric Cowboy? Yeah. We had a dance across Texas lunchbox. Did you ever go? We grew, both grew up in Austin, and we would go to, yeah, a dance hall. Off. Or Midnight Rodeo. Oh, that, Mid- Midnight Rodeo. Is yeah. that what it was? Yeah. Okay, yes, Midnight Rodeo. And there was Dance Across Texas. I don't know if that was in Austin or College Station. My mind is blurred. Electric Cowboy was like 75% country, but then they would throw some Nelly on. Mm-hmm. So you would go and you dance so much country music. And right when you were like, ah, you know, I am two stepped out, all of a sudden, oh, and you'd be like, it's my jam. And you run out there real quick. Uh, Alan Jackson's at number four. Garth Brooks is at number three. 31 weeks at number one. So that leaves us with two artists left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I have them. You have them both? Oh, I have two in my head. Have you even said George Strait yet? Did you guess Garth Brooks though as number one? I did. Yeah, okay. Um, so you think George Strait? Well, he could be in there. I mean, check yes or no. There's so many from the 90s that are were always on the radio. But also, have you said Tim McGraw yet? And number two is Tim McGraw. Okay. Take Jimmy Johnson. Take Tommy Thompson. Think about that. Tim McGraw, the number two biggest artist of the 90s when it comes to number ones. Still doing it right now. Yeah, it's crazy. Like when you look at this list, not Lone Star, not Shania, not John Michael, not Faith, not Clint Black. Brooks and Dunn not doing hits, but still relevant. Mm-hmm. Not Alan Jackson. Garth. It's just Garth and McGraw. Isn't that nuts? And McGraw's doing it hard as a new artist. I mean, it feels like he's got new stuff all. He's doing a virtual concert we were talking about earlier. Yeah. Uh, number one, 49 weeks through the 90s had number one songs. George Strait. Yeah! I'm carrying your love. With oh, this is my jam. West Virginia down to Tennessee. I'll be moving when the good Lord speaks. Carrying your 1996. Love with me. Driving in my Bronco. Listen to this song. You're saying you in 96. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This song on repeat with my windows down, hoping that I pass this guy I had a crush on so I could wave at him. I'm carrying. So when I hear the song, I think of that guy. <laughs> it's weird. Did you ever get a wave? 
Yeah, I would pass him sometimes, and we would just wave. Did you ever go on a date? Yes. You did? Mm-hmm. Eventually. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. And then how'd that work out? We just were better off as friends, but he's still a friend. When I was doing my sad songs earlier, I was going to put Don't Take the Girl from Tim McGraw. Mm-hmm. Go back and listen to the podcast. I listed my favorite sad songs. It didn't quite make it, but it was up there. Like, when I heard Don't Take the Girl, when I was 10, 11, I'm not sure. My life was like, I can't believe I feel emotion from a song. Yeah. I was like, oh no, don't take the... Cause, and it was the first time I'd ever heard a song that switched it up on you. Because like, don't take the girl, don't take the girl. Then at the end it's like, don't take the girl. You know? Mm-hmm. My, little, my little 10-year-old life, I take my little radio, listen to Kissin' 96. I'd hear Bob Robbins in the morning. And he'd play, don't take... Tim McGraw, don't take the girl. And I'd be like, this is my song. Don't take the girl. Right. Also, just to clarify, if any of our Austin listeners are yelling at their radio, it's funny because Midnight Rodeo and Dance Across Texas were the same place, but they switched names. Oh, oh really? <laughs> yeah. Same location. <laughs> so it's funny. A dad posted an old video from 2001. He got his daughter an iPod. And this is them opening and trying to figure out what in the world this iPod is. 2001. A CD player? I really don't know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> How do you make a real I don't get it. Do you get it out there? And then you can listen to it anytime you want. Anytime you want, any place you are. It's like a Walkman. It's like a Walkman. It's called the iPod. (laughs) I was looking at a billboard where they had the iPod and it said, the iPod, it holds a thousand songs. Mm -hmm. And then it was like a flash forward to a billboard now that said Apple Watch, 60 million songs. Yeah. Because now you can stream everything. It doesn't have to hold any data. I have the top songs that were on that iPod this year. Here are the top five songs from 2001. At number five, Jennifer Lopez, I'm Real. At number four, Train Drops to Jupiter. At number three, Janet Jackson, All For You. Alicia Keys, Fallen at number two. And the number one song from 2001, the year the iPod came out, was Lifehouse, Hanging by a Moment. That's a jam, huh? So good. All of those were. I bought that iPod one time that was the shuffle. Mm-hmm. I think it was the shuffle where you never, you loaded the songs in, and then you never knew what it was going to play next. And it was supposed to be novel. You're like, oh, I just don't even know what it's going to play. But you had to load them all in anyway. And, yeah, sometimes there was I would no get screen. irritated. What a waste of money that was. Yeah. Morgan, did you ever have an iPod shuffle? Yeah, I did. I never had a Walkman, but I had a CD player and an iPod. All right, we'll see you guys tomorrow. Bye. This is a Bobby Bone Show. Bobby Bone.